0: Welcome to Analysis, a science fiction and fantasy TV podcast. In this episode, we are talking about Supergirl episodes 201 through 204. The, that's The Adventures of Supergirl, The Last Children of Krypton, Welcome to Earth, and Survivors. My name is Chris. And I'm Annie. And this is not a spoiler-free podcast. We're going to be talking about those four episodes in some amount of detail, probably sufficiently spoilery. So be forewarned. Spoilers, spoilers everywhere. You want to get us started with your quick review of those first two episodes, Annie? Yeah.
1: So I finally started watching Supergirl thanks to Chris's many, many, let's see, how do we put it? Not so gentle (laughs) nudging. Admitted that I really loved it. So I think season two of Supergirl is off to a great start so far. Uh, I'm really liking how most of the new characters are introduced, uh, the teamwork of Supergirl and Superman, yet Superman isn't overshadowing Supergirl like so many had feared, and John Jones and Alex getting more me- me- meaty storylines with the introduction of McGann Moores and Maggie Sawyer. But I think the story is still making time for the really important things, like the Danvers sisters' relationship. I was like, please keep that in. And I loved the Kat and Kara stuff, but I'm really sad that Kat is leaving. So I'm really going to miss her. But hopefully, you know, she'll still be in a few episodes. So looking forward to that. And I really like the little bits of humor with Supergirl fangirling over the president, because who wouldn't fangirl over Linda Carter? So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So what about you, Chris?
0: I'm actually going to argue with you for just a second because I feel like Alex, especially, is not getting as much screen time this season, and that they have, I don't know, it feels like there's less importance placed on the Danvers sisters' relationship. Hmm. It's still there, but I it just it, it feels less prominent to me this season, which makes me sad.
1: I think it is difficult, yeah, to have that balance when you have so many new characters. But I like what I see of the Danvers sisters relationship. That's what I was saying.
0: Okay. Yeah. I just I want there to be more. I always want there to be more, yeah, and I felt that they I did agree. a really good job of it in the first season. And I feel like they have pulled back from it a little bit this season, okay. which bums me out. Yeah, but. I have really enjoyed the first two episodes. As I mentioned, there are a few things that are bugging me, but we'll get to them. <laughs> uh, the tone largely has remained the same from the first season, which is a huge relief to me. I I love that tone of the first season. Hope is what's important, people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that hasn't been lost. And, and that's... I'm I'm grateful for it. Let's put it that way. So... One of the things that's bugging me, though, <laughs> is that there are there are a couple of storyline elements. There are a couple of story elements that seem like they've been reset this season, where, you know, they made a lot of progress with them in the first season. And it all felt like good progress. And, and it felt like we were really getting somewhere by the end of season one. And then this season starts over, and it just feels like a lot of that's been undone. Very specifically, I'm talking about the relationship between James and Kara, because they're all awkward in the first episode. And then at the end, boom, it turns out that she didn't want to date him after all. And the thing is, I'm okay if they decided to not date anymore. That's fine. That's okay. I get that. That makes sense. But the way they did it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you, know?
1: you, you and I talked about this, and I was like, "Yeah, I talked you, about it
0: with Stephanie and and one of the women I work with too, because I I think we were in consensus about that. Like, the decision itself isn't a problem,
1: which I thought initially it would be when I talked to you, and you're like, and then you explained it to me, and I'm all, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and, I mean, if they decide you know.
0: not that they don't want to date after all, I'm I'm cool with that. That's okay. But just the way they did that, it, it felt like it came out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. I, I'm i not okay with that. If they'd maybe spent a little more time with it, maybe have them actually go on a date and f- then feel weird about it, yeah. and decide maybe they were better off as friends. Like, that would make more sense to me. That would be a storyline, not this weird thing where they're kind of half-avoiding each other all episode, and then at the end it's like, I don't want to date you after all. Yeah, kind of that, like that flicking felt- of a switch. Yeah, it felt kind of sudden and abrupt, and you need more organic, natural writing. It just felt awkward to me, yeah, like that. Yeah. So there was that, and then the other thing that bugs me is Jean Jones because it seems like they've got him reset to his grouchy persona that he started off season one with.
1: I've noticed that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I remember talking to you, and you were saying that you thought that you weren't gonna like him because he was that guy. And then it turns out there was a reason for it. And he's actually not so grouchy. He's like, he's like a curmudgeonly protective dad is really what he's like.
1: He's a curmudgeonly protective alien. Martian, excuse me.
0: <laughs> but he's like their alien dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or alien big brother, if you'd prefer, whatever. But there's that familial relationship and you he's, put it that he's way. all stiff upper lippy about the whole thing and whatever. And I love it and it's great. But this season, he just feels excessively grouchy again. Yeah, I agree. I've really seen that in the last few. He episodes. feels less warm to me.
1: Yeah, I was bummed.
0: I'm like that. I don't understand that decision because they spent the entire first season sort of warming him up to the Danvers sisters and Alex, especially. I feel like, mm-hmm. and it's just it's not there this season, it, and it's weird, or not there as much. No. Yeah. Anyway, so those are the two things specifically that are bugging me and the lack of Danvers sisters. Mm. And I'm sad that Cat won't be a regular this season, as Annie mentioned. But I am surprisingly pleased with the new members of the cast.
1: Yeah, for the most part, I am too. Although, you know, I'm thinking that's one of the hazards of adding too many people to the cast is the way Kara and James's relationship was just kind of written off at the end really quickly. So it's like, well, oh, we have but- to wrap this up really quickly because we have all these other people we have to put in. And the writing wasn't quite as effective.
0: Maybe, but I feel like they still could have done that and like given it the proper amount of time and introduced the new characters. Mm-hmm. But they did introduce them all pretty quickly. I think by Episode 3. Episode 3 especially had a lot of new characters in it. Because they introduced Superman in Episode 1 The season. He was in Episodes 1 and 2. And I really enjoyed him. I enjoyed his dynamic with Kara.
1: Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the typical su- Superman dorkiness, says Clark Kent. Some people thought it was a bit much, but I thought he pulled it off well.
0: I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is how Superman should be. <laughs> yeah. Because he's he's dorky and charming and good-natured, and mm-hmm. that's what I want. That's what I want in a Superman. Darn it.
1: So what did you think of the rift or the disagreements between Superman and John Jones? I'd never seen Superman grumpy, but he was, about the kryptonite.
0: I thought that was dumb, to mm. be perfectly honest. Yeah, I
1: didn't <laughs> think that fit Superman very well.
0: You couldn't yeah, have seen. it's like hey, I could, we're using I could it see it for being an issue, but I don't feel like that. <sighs> I don't know. I, hmm. it, it bothers me. Yeah.
1: Although for me, the silly villain so far of the series that just goes looks way too silly for me are the Kryptonite Chess Brothers shooting with their chests, arcing their backs so that I can shoot them with Kryptonite beams. And I'm like, guys, you look a little silly. But
0: but don't you want them to look kind of silly? I mean... Not that silly. It's a comic book show. <laughs> I know. But my silliness
1: meter is lower than yours, apparently. <laughs> so, but I did like how Wynne was all excited about making, you know, the new suit for them. And, you know, are you crying? No. But, um... <laughs>
0: I am enjoying Wynne quite a lot this season.
1: Yeah. I I miss seeing him on screen as much, because I like that character.
0: But his massive crush on Superman is adorable. It is. But this is where,
1: again, Annie admits to Chris in third person how much she is now enjoying Supergirl, (laughs) because in The Last Children of Krypton, when, you know, the team decides to be stronger together and they fight together, when. Alex came down in the kryptonite suit and fought with Supergirl. I totally yelled at the TV and fist pumped. I loved it. So I just had to say that.
0: I do remember seeing after that episode aired in the first season where she initially wore it. I remember seeing on on Tumblr, I think it was, people being like, please let her keep the suit. (laughs) And they did. Because at first
1: I was like, oh, this is bulky and it looks silly. Because this was one of the first episodes when she wore it for the first time. That I kind of saw when I was watching Supergirl and I wasn't too into it. i oh, that looks silly. And now I'm like, no, it looks awesome. So yeah, I'm <laughs> cool
0: with it. Which is kind of funny to me because I mean, they don't have CBS money anymore and you can kind of tell. Okay. <laughs> this is not a knock on, on the show. Please, <laughs> please understand. That just makes me giggle. Rory time, about? <laughs> uh, oh,
1: Alex's new suit. Uh, and the the fight with Alex in 202, where she have saved herself, which was awesome. But then I did love that shot of Supergirl catching the bullet and how they made up. So that was awesome. So I love Alex.
0: I love Alex, too. I love everybody on this show, pretty much. And I'm also always all for whatever super character catching a bullet. Because mm-hmm. that's cool. <laughs> how do we feel about
1: Snapper Carr? Oh my god. That's something I don't like about the new season.
0: <laughs> I I like him in the sense that Kat has Cat's no longer that character, right? Yeah. Cat isn't the sort of grouchy, hard-to-please boss. But
1: at least it wasn't an attractive package, not a grumpy, balding guy. <laughs> don't, don't talk
0: bad about Ian Gomez. I know, but he's just...
1: He ruined the word snapper for me. <laughs> it's an joke for Killjoys, for those of you who don't know. As soon as I heard the name, I'm like, oh, no.
0: No. Uh, anyway. But he's not snapper. He's snapper. I know, but it's about the same. And it's it just, a different word, Annie. He ruined <laughs> it for me. So...
1: Uh, Anyway, but I I can see why the purpose of the character, but it's taking him a long time to warm up to me. But I did like how the contrast of Kara going back to Kat and asking her if she'd talk to Snapper and Kat's brilliant response. And then Kara just standing up and owning her power and... And then, you know, in the next episode, she, she, in the following episode, she keeps trying and she keeps writing articles and Snapper finds things wrong with him. But, you know, it shows that he knows what he's doing. He's a jerky jerk sometimes, but, you know, he's still good at his job, but. But that's, yeah, yeah, that's the point. It's taking him a while to grow on me. Oh, the brilliant response from Kat was go in there and be the brilliant, competent woman I know you are and them hugging and, oh. Anyway, it was great.
0: I do enjoy Supportive Cat. Supportive Cat is...
1: Th- that aspect, I was glad that they kept. That didn't change from Season 1 to Season 2. And right. to see it flourishing right as she's leaving, oh, that kills me.
0: But see, that's the advantage of bringing in the new character, is they don't have to, or don't feel like they have to revert Cat to the Season 1 antagonist.
1: True, but... uh I, I did love that line that Kara uh, had, oh, my God, Miss Grant, are you dying? <laughs> that is a perfectly
0: reasonable response. That's true. But she was so alarmed
1: and, and Kat was so cute. She goes, no, I'm not dying. I'm leaving. I have to dive. And I was like, oh, it was a good scene. It was a great scene. And then later with Supergirl and Kat on the balcony. I'm not telling you my real name. Oh, I had to try. I loved it.
0: I maintain the opinion that Kat totally knows that Kara is Supergirl. Ah. That is my headcanon until I am told explicitly otherwise by the, by the show.
1: I can totally see that. Yes.
0: Okay. That totally is my headcanon too. Sorry. I'm <laughs> pinging off your headcanon. That's, that's fine. It's not just mine. There are okay. other people who, who share that opinion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Taking a half step over, what about Lena Luthor?
1: I don't know. I was kind of wondering now, do you think she's wanting to break away from her family as she says she is? Does she have an ulterior motive? Or is she on the straight and narrow? I don't know.
0: Here's the thing. I have no idea. And I like that they're sort of playing it, that you're not really sure.
1: Yeah, like she seems really, she seems very suave and smooth and... It's very beautiful. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I did love how she says to her assistant, okay, you know, you can let Kara in the building anytime now. I'm all oh, really. I know, right? So, yeah. But at the same time, she has an alien detector mouse looking device thingy. So yeah, she's not like a fan of aliens. Or she wants transparency when it comes to aliens, right. which she doesn't understand is not necessarily always a good thing.
0: But yeah, so. Again, it's like I don't know where her where she is are. on on the yeah, yeah yeah, but I do feel like uh, there's a lot of subtext going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like they added Lena Luther for the subtext. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. But I like, like that was at least that was at least a solid forty percent of their motivation. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure.
1: But the other part of the mo- I like how she is uh, becoming a character that. Kara is learning from and you know is using for her journalistic investigative purposes and that Kara is learning from her so that's good mm-hmm. using her as a potential ally until maybe proven otherwise.
0: Mhm. But yeah, I, I like Lena Luther and I like Katie McGrath so mm. I'm I'm pleased with her addition to the cast. Yeah. What about Monel? Well, initially he just seems like kind of there
1: for the eye candy but um He's all right. He's likable. But I am kind of worried that the show is going to go the route of, oh, this is the obligatory romantic relationship we want Supergirl to be in with with another super being.
0: Well, see, I don't know because Monel, I'm pretty sure in the comic books is the new Superboy.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I say new because like I think original Superboy was just like young Superman, but mm-hmm. But yeah, like the Superboy that you see with the, the black t-shirt with the red S on it,
1: mm-hmm. that's Monel. Okay, see, this is where your comic knowledge comes in, and I'm just watching it as a viewer who knows nothing, so...
0: Well, but, I mean, they're not sticking strictly to the comic books, so yeah, I don't yeah. know what the show is planning on doing, but mm-hmm. but heads up, people who didn't know, sorry for for accidentally possibly spoiling anything, but... That's easily findable on the internet. I feel like it's not yeah. my fault. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I did like the scene where he and Wynne went out, and they were drinking, and Wynn had a huge hangover. But I like the scenes where mon and Kara, or Monel and Supergirl, they eventually come to an understanding beyond their planet's prejudices.
0: And they're mm-hmm. like, okay,
1: maybe you're not so bad. So yeah, yeah. that'll be another relationship. Not platonic, that's what I'm talking but just as, as an addition for into the show, that I'm interested in seeing where it goes.
0: Yeah. And I i know I'm just opening a can of worms here, Annie, but what are your feelings about Maggie Sawyer?
1: Well, let's just say Maggie Sawyer, Sawyer existed on my Twitter timeline before I even watched Supergirl, I think, and really got into it. I'm like, all this had better be worth it. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I think it's worth it. So all this buildup and all this enthusiasm, I really like her, is what I'm saying.
0: I like Maggie Sawyer, too.
1: I like I'm, how forthright she is, and just she's herself, and she's good at her job. And
0: I am curious where it's going. I think I
1: can know where it's going in my head, anyways.
0: <laughs> well, I know where it's going in your head, Annie. I'm curious where the show is actually going to go. I
1: like where the show is potentially going that Alex seems to be intrigued by her, and that it, if it goes anywhere beyond a platonic partnership, that it's doing it slowly.
0: I mean, Alex clearly likes her. Yeah, but does she? In like- what way and to what extent we don't know yet. Yeah, but that smile when she called. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know.
1: And then the scene where the two of them are going over the crime scene, and Supergirl's just whipping back and forth between them like a tennis match. With this confused well, cause look. because they
0: were just talking past her. Like, she yeah. wasn't even there. <laughs> it
1: was very funny. So, yeah. I loved it. And then going undercover in sexy dresses and masks. I mean...
0: While holding hands. Yay! So Unnecessarily holding hands.
1: Well, let's just say that Maggie grabbed Alex's hand and Alex didn't let go. She didn't object. So, you know, she's like, okay, it's undercover. I'm going with it. Who knows? I think Alex is in the process of discovering if she likes likes her. So I like it.
0: I also like that, and this is so random, but Maggie Sawyer says she's from Blue Springs, Nebraska, which I looked up and is a real place. Oh, I was wondering. Yeah. And what about McGann? I like that John Jones
1: is not alone, and I'm hoping that's part of the reason why he's so grumpy and that he'll soften up hopefully soon. I don't know. This is a beautiful actress, who is she?
0: Uh, Sharon Leal. Mm-hmm. She's been in stuff. I don't know that I could name very much of it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. You have probably seen her in something else, though. Yeah,
1: she looked familiar. But
0: yeah, I thought it was a it was an unexpected
1: addition because I didn't hear about that beforehand. But
0: I told you about it. I, I okay. I forgot. So <laughs> you you heard Maggie Sawyer and just stopped there, right? Pretty much, maybe. <laughs> so but yeah
1: I I like that they're giving John Jones his own storyline and how that whole came together in 204 with the whole Fight Club.
0: I am super curious where they're going with this though. Yeah. Because spoiler alert, the end of 204 is Miss Martian like shapeshifting into a white Martian. That's right. So
1: I guess she's not what she seems, stang.
0: Well, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that, though, because she was talking about how a white Martian is the one who saved her, essentially. And also, Martians are shapeshifters. So oh, yeah. is she really a into a white Martian? Or I mean, I don't know. There are many ways this could go.
1: Yeah, that's right. And
0: by the time this episode is released, we will have seen episode five. And maybe some of these questions will be answered and will sound like big dummies but that's okay that's totally okay
1: not that it's okay that we're big dummies it's just that's okay that we'll live
0: no it's okay that we're big dummies that's true
1: we're big geeky dummies it's fun to be big dummies sometimes
0: yeah I I forgot about that but I hope she'll stick around I hope me too yeah I hope she's not a bad guy I don't know yeah I like that kind of
1: ambiguity we have about most of these new characters or some of them that we don't know what their motivations are now that part I think is clever writing But again, I I think, uh, I hope there's more Danvers sister stuff, as you say. And um, yeah, James and Wynn have seemed to be, their stories and their uh, time on screen seems to have been put by the side because there are so many new things on screen. So I think that's a little bit of a disadvantage, but.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping it's that whole problem of like, here are the new people that we need to introduce you to. Yeah. (laughs) And so we'll we'll get a little bit more recentered on our original group soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping nothing can ever be as bad as was it the second season of Lost? Oh, really? <sighs> but now I'm off topic. Okay, before we before we end the episode, there's one more new character that I have to talk about, which you already mentioned, the president played by Linda Carter.
1: <sighs> <laughs>
0: Is that your Linda Carter sigh?
1: Hey, I have a Linda Carter, site. aren't you proud of me?
0: I am, kind of.
1: (laughs) I mean, what is cuter than Supergirl fangirling over the president? What did she say? Should I get a blowout?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I then had to, like, repeat to my dad because he did not. He was like, what? What? He said, should I get a blowout? I'm still not sure he actually knows what that is. But anyway. I barely know what it is. Put it that way. (laughs) But it was adorable. Yeah. And I
1: did like that villain, that fire chick. So that was cool.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But what do we think of the big reveal with the president? I was like,
1: I knew it. I knew there was a reason she was so, you know, into Alien Amnesty.
0: But I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome.
1: So I thought it was cool, but again, I was like, "Oh no, evil alien or good alien?"
0: Well, see, that was the thing when she did that. My dad went, "Oh no, yeah," and I thought, "But why is it an oh no?" I mean, if anything, this episode has taught us that there are plenty of aliens walking among us, and they're not all evil.
1: But yes, the president. I can't wait for her to come back. How many episodes is she in? Like, a couple? I have
0: no idea. I'm just hoping that she comes back at all.
1: Me too. You can't leave the reveal like that.
0: I know, right? And they have to they still have to end an episode with a close up on Linda Carter smiling. <laughs> I demand that the, that it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kind of joking. I'm joking about the demand part cuz I have no power, but I would appreciate it if if such a thing were to happen. <laughs> okay. It would be good fun. Yes it would. Can we at least give her a cape? <laughs> I don't know. So I think when we did the episode about the first season of Supergirl, a lot of our listeners assumed we were going to be covering the entire Supergirl. second season. Yeah. Just like regularly. <laughs> and that actually wasn't initially the plan. We we kind of talked about maybe doing what I think we decided to actually do, which is we are going to do sort of like this episode and do relatively frequent updates, like maybe monthly. Yeah. Expect these about about a, once a month. We've all gotten busy and had big life upheavily things going on, and so, yeah. Upheavily. So this is sort of all we can handle collectively at the moment. We're going to try and release these episodes regularly, though. Yeah, about four episodes in a chunk. If you have any thoughts about the first few episodes of the second season of Supergirl, you can... You can send those to us in a number of ways. You can call us at our listener voicemail line, 972 514 7223. You can email us at feedback at dot tv.com. You can record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us. You can also contact us on Twitter at askgenre tv.
1: Fanalysis is part of the Ask Genre tv family of podcasts. We have podcasts on Orphan Black, Lost Girl, Killjoys, and a few other things. You can find them all at AskGenreTV.com.
0: Thank you so much for listening.